Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code Breaks the News. I am Alex Horn, I break the news. I am Alex Horn, I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn, I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn, I'll break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn, I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn, I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn, I'll break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn, I'll break the news. Here we go. Whoa. Hi there, and welcome to yet another episode of Alex Horn Breaks the News, the sweet um, podcast in which one brave comedian, me, Picks up the week's news and shakes it so hard and for such a long time that the news no longer resembles news, very much like a man churning milk into butter. So instead of drinking your news milk, you'll be able to spread your news butter onto toast or a potato. And joining me in this frenzied, almost tribal treatment of the news stories are three genuine people. First up, a former child, once described by the New York Times as soft Subtle, but really occasionally excellent and just, you know, absolutely great. It's Jared Christmas. Hey! That's Jared. And with him, a male recently described by Time magazine as a comedian with nothing to hide and nowhere to go. He's the thinking woman's cousin, a sort of rustic choir boy. It's James Acaster. Hello. Hmm. Finally, because today is a, a UK Storm special podcast... Because such was the power of the storm that its effect is still being felt on topical podcasts across the country. We have a storm expert, James Lovett. That's it. Hello. James Lovett. Right now, I'm talking to you, the listener, and you alone. Because today's magic word is futon. That's right. They don't know it, but if either guest says the word futon, they'll win themselves a special prize. So good luck, guys. Let's see if they say futon. There's a lot of fun. Okay, and before we start, can I just check James Acaster? Mm-hmm. Hi there. Are you happy with the seating? Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice. I'm uh, sitting next to Jared. How would you describe what you're sitting on? Uh, this is a sofa. It's grey. Sofa. Fairly squarish. Okay. Rectangular. So what should we talk about this week? Oh. Um, well, let's get down to, <laughs> to business. What the hell happened in Georgia this week? That's your first question. So it's a quiz. Mm. What, what happened in Georgia this week, guys? Are we For talking, one point. Are we talking the country or the part of Georgia in America? Or a America? girl, maybe. What happened in Georgia? I think a lot of emotions happened inside no, Georgia. The, no, the place. The All place. Right. In America. That's oh. same, same answer. Emotions. Yes. Emotions. Emotions ran Why? Uh, because the governor of Georgia... Um, Walter... 
Walter Cronkite. No, no, it wasn't the governor. So a man called Walter Serpit. That's what this story involves. Did he win a competition? Was there a competition? Nearly. Oh, I know. Um, He was something to do with Walmart. No, his house burnt down. And then he went to Walmart. No, then he went... Then he went and won a house. Then he went back into the house. So point to James. Yeah. He went went back into the burning property. Why? To uh, save his laptop. Save... Close... With family had, no less Pet. good less good than a laptop less good than a family oh that's um, the point of the story he retrieved something that you wouldn't a book by Jeffrey Archer that's I less good than a lot of things better than a book by Archer mug, a mug mug favourite mug drinking it is a drinking thing <gasps> um, glass the, the hat the beer hat with the straws do you, do you mean beer hat beer yeah that's what I said beer no, hat no you said beer hat I said beer hat did you mean beer hat yeah I mean beer hat this is the thing you've got to understand about the New Zealand accent, mate. Are you from... Where are you from? New Zealand. That's why you speak... <laughs> yeah. That's why you say bear hat. Yeah. Beer, beer and beer are all the same. I can't bear that. That's a drink of beer. And oh my God, that's you could a grizzly say beer. beer. Say it beer. I'm saying beer. What about when you say, let's go and grab a beer? Let's go and grab a beer. Really? And advised. Yeah. And advised. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. No, it's just... Mm. It's just easier. Well, it's then... just... It's all about context. He, the, you know, whereas mm. you guys, you guys muck around too much with your beer, beer, beer. Well, in this context, Walter Serpit went back into the house to grab some bears. Oh, I did get some bears. No, <laughs> <laughs> some bears. He, got, he went back in to grab some Bud Light. That was the oh, story. Right. So he could sit back and just watch, watch his the, life watch the burn away. Was yeah. it still a, a blaze? Yeah, the fire was a blaze. Yeah, he didn't enjoy, risk his life. Enjoy the experience. He risked it. What does he walk with, Walter Serpit? Uh, a six-pack of Bud Light. No, a walking stick. So he's quite old. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, in. an yeah. air of confidence. <laughs> he doesn't, really. No There's one a, who drinks Bud Light walks with an air of confidence. Do you? with an air of disappointment. <laughs> you don't like Bud Light? Um, I did not know that yeah. about you. I've got strong issues with Bud Light. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really strong. Okay. don't want to get him started. On no, I will not, will not do that then. We're going to have a quick game of who's taller than a door. Like... I'm imagining there's a house fire and the celebrities yep. gone out. Which of these would be able to nip back in without having to stoop? <laughs> Standard door is six foot eight inches. Is Michael Jordan taller than a door? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. When he jumps, he is. This well, no, you can't include jumping in someone's height. Okay. And when you say how tall are you, don't in include... New Zealand they do, don't they? They, they do. They? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. tall are you? Uh, when I'm jumping, six nine. How... Okay. It's not that high. Well, it's not jump, that high. No, no. I'm trying to think. You can't jump that high. I'm you can jump like a I can jump. I can jump eight inches. You can jump more than eight. I can do like about. I reckon one fifty in the high jump. Such a typical guy. Thinks he can jump. more You think than you inches. can only jump eight inches? I reckon you could definitely clear that table. But this is another. No, I can't. There's too many can. microphones. Are you allowed to run up? Yes. Are you talking a run up? Well, you. Michael, now we're talking a run up. I could Frosby. I can Frosby flop pretty high. Yeah. Well, exactly. Jordan is only six foot five. Can is is Stephen Merchant taller than a door? Yes. Yeah. No. Come on. He's six foot seven. The doors. Remember, the doors are six foot eight. Okay. So he's got an inch. Was Roald Dahl taller than a door? No. Yes. No. So point to James. Got it. Is Tom Selleck taller than a door? No way. With or without moustache? I think with. I think we're not going to ask him to shave. I've seen him in films. Walk through doors. Yeah. Not stoop. They might have dug a. That's good to see, to see James is working. But he was also in like some episodes of Friends. 
Yeah, that's true. And I just think they wouldn't specially do it for him mm. yeah. as a guest episode. But he did tower to over change all um, the doors. Did you see him right, I'm through very it. pleased with this Who's Taller Than the Door feature. This is He does tower over Courtney Cox, though. He does, but. It's like, not Who's Taller Than I think Courtney Cox. If they were making that's a next film. <laughs> And Tom said it was a lead actor. Big they if. would go, let's dig a hole in the doors so he can walk through them. But if he was just guesting... Sorry, you friends. think they would dig down rather than raise the yeah. height of the door frame? You think they I, would dig a trench? Yeah. 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 Did you see him walk I'm through gonna a door? I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a I've limb. seen him walk yeah. through a door in Friends and yeah. so you're there's saying no way they would modify the them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join James and say definitely... Yeah, he's only 6'3". Six, six, Hulk Hogan! Oh, he's not going to be able to fit through widthwise because of his oh, muscles. That doesn't matter. It's who's taller than a door. Remember? Not wider than a door. That's for later. Yeah. God. I'm really think not good at this. There's game. only two more of these. Hulk not Hogan. taller than a door. I'm going to say, uh, is, is it, when he's going through the door, is he entering the ring? Because quite often he had his arms raised. No one beats America. Fight for your life. Sure. Uh, he's shorter than a door. He's exactly the same height as a door, so no points there. He would just sort of skim it, I think. Yeah, that's a that's a trick. If we said taller than a door, what what would you have said? Oh, no points. No point. So no point question. Yeah, unless you said he's the same height. as I can't believe you've done the door for that. Well done, James. The door got a point. Yeah, just the time. Andre the giant. No, he's got a stoop, man. Have you not seen the Princess Bride? Taller than a door. He's taller than the door. Yeah, and no, I haven't seen the Princess Bride. It's a great film. Is it? Yep. I've been told it's very good. I've not seen it's it. It's very good. Uh, this is incidental to the to that bit of the quiz. When I was, I tried to find tall men on the inter- on the internet, and I I googled tall men, and uh, the, a question on your on Yahoo Answers came up: Is six foot nine inches too tall for a fifteen year old? That's what a fifteen year old had written. What do you think most people thought? Is six foot nine inches too tall for a fifteen year old? Does that mean like if you were a fifteen year old? I don't know. It was just a troubled child who wrote it. For a fifteen-year-old to eat a six-foot, a child wrote it. it. Yeah, well, the, the six-foot-nine-inch-year-old, fifteen-year-old wrote it. But he is six foot. Is he's not thinking about dating somebody who's six foot nine no, inches? No, he's just worried whether he too is tall too tall. Me. Okay. Most people thought. Yeah. Yeah, most people thought yeah. he's too tall. Yeah. Some, what somebody, a horrible thing! Because now he's yeah. going. Well, what am I going to do about it? Someone wrote, "It is not <clears> the normal height for a male." Someone else put, "You should visit your doctor," which I quite like. You go in and yep. say, "Is this normal?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have got through the door. Well done, James. Well done, James. Point for James. Another point Very for good. The, the door. How, how are we on the storm front? The James? storm front. We've actually just had a tweet in with uh, Amy <coughs> Russell. Sorry, when you say we've just had a tweet in, um, yeah, we've what? just had one in. It's just come through the door. It's not a very big tweet. No, well, someone just gave it to me on a bit of paper. Okay. I assume what does the tweet say? Um, Amy Russell's concerned that she's only got enough milk for one cup of tea. So, oh, I now have to read out some stuff. This is... Are you ready? Can yes. you do it in a specific style? I can try. I mean, I can't do any voices, any accents. I can speak loudly or quietly. Let's choose a genre. A, um... Let's choose a genre. Okay, I won't be able to do that either, but I'll definitely have a good, good uh, go. GMTV. Yeah, I mean, it'll just sound like this. It'll sound exactly the same as this. But yeah, I can do that. Okay. So in the style of a GMTV newsreader from... Where's he from? Um, Kent. Kent, perfect. Now then, as you know, this podcast is all about you, the listener. Nailing it. Yeah? Absolutely. Sorry, Who's this thought... guy? Is this, come... is this GMTV newsreader who just came in and started <laughs> about me, really. Leading. Is this Holly Willoughby? But some of the content is actually provided by you, the listener. I think I've been put off my stride, but I'm going to carry on. <laughs> I like what you're doing, you guys. Yep. James is in. Um, you'll doubtless remember regular contributor Mike, who wrote to tell us, contributor? 
Um, contributor. This is GMTV. Pronounce it how you want, mate. Contributor. Mike, yeah. who wrote to tell us he'd recently purchased a new van. Well, Mike's been back in touch to say the van is now due a service. So good luck with that, Mike. And one exciting piece of news that I'm going to break today is that there's going to be a live version of this podcast on December the 16th. This is true, at the Soho Theatre in London. And there's a small chance you could possibly get tickets to this momentous event by sending me things, maybe. So to mark the selling off of Royal Mail, I've got myself a P.O. box... And I'd like you to send me, this is what you have to do to maybe get a pic, get a ticket to this live show, maybe. If you could send me a picture of me done in the form of a collage made from other people's faces. I'm asking for trouble. Is it? You're asking for trouble, mate. I'm asking for a collage. Quite a lot of me. <laughs> You're asking for a lot of trouble. I just, all I want is a collage of my own face made out of other you know men's faces. You know who else asks for a collage of their face? Chev is. Does he? Hugo Chev is. Well, mm. Definitely. The dictator. I'm just drawing... Drawing links with well, I'm happy. I'm comfortable with that. So, if I like any of these collages enough, and if I can bother, you might get a ticket to the show. So, send the collages to this address. I've, I've got, got a P.O. box, P.O. box 848, Chesham, Buckinghamshire, UK, HB59BF, HB59BF, the B for Bravo. So, guys, how's the podcast going for you? It's all right. Very good. Yeah, yeah. lovely. I'm yeah. enjoying it. Okay. Mm. James? Great time. Yeah. St. Jude. Why is St. Jude in the news? Something to do with the name, Beatles song? Name of the Storm. Name of the Storm. Point yeah. for James. Certainly. Australian. Wow. Yeah. I know a it little is. kid called Jude. I know a little kid called Saint. Do you? Yeah. Know each other? I don't no, think you get points for name, you should hook knowing up. kids yeah. with the same so name you know, as the no? Storm. No? Well, what's really. the point of befriending him? When did you befriend him? After the storm? Literally when I found out I was going to be doing this podcast. Okay, give him a point for that. Why do they never... Why... Why is it called St. Jude? Why is the storm called St. Jude? Why are all storms no, and I'm hurricanes... No, I'm doing the questions. ...named after chicks? Well, that's your first mistake. It's a man. St. Jude. <laughs> yeah. God. Jude. Boy named Sue. So it's a point off. Yeah. yeah. Is it because Paul McCartney's released a new album recently? And so you reckon storm? they named the storm... Serious PR, though. Yeah. <laughs> After uh, Hey That's Jude. what I was trying to say. Yeah, well done, Joe. No, it was the Feast of St. Jude, obviously. In the, that was the same day as the storm. But St. Jude, yes, yeah, St. Jude was a man. He was one of the 12 apostles, but he wasn't Judas, right. which was apparently quite awkward yeah. at the time. People like EDL and EDF, like very similar names. And got a long a time. Band. People going, oh, you betrayed the big man. Yeah, like, no, no, I, I didn't. I, was Jude, I didn't. Yeah. I just like eating. What do you think he was the patron saint of? Jude. Jude. No. Eating food on one day. Rhymes too much. Keep going. Jude. They should all rhyme, but can't no. be Jude the patron saint of food. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't into rhyme back then, were they? <laughs> yeah. No, it's lost cl- lost cause by the other apostles. Uh, there's quite Jude hard questions he'd want. That was storm a... was a lost cause though, really, was it? I, I guess, I'm not even sure if it was a cause. Yeah. It's more of a storm. Yeah. What's he the patron saint of? Lost causes. And what do you think he That's held? That's a kick in the teeth. Can't That's be the patron saint of lost causes. We can. So, we are very lucky today to have an exclusive interview with the Shadow Environment Minister's advisor, Thomas Trader. Hello, Thomas. Hello, Dad. Not Dad. OK, so, do you know where the storm came from? Could you tell us where the storm came from? The clouds. Came from the clouds. So, if people are worried about more storms... What should they do? Uh, run in, under shelter or in, into their house. They should run into the shelter, into their house? 
into a shelter or into a house. Or, so into a shelter or into a house? Yeah. And what if they don't have a shelter? Or a house. They have to go camping. Then they have to go camping. Um, Thomas Trader, how can you tell if a storm is on its way? Uh, when you see black clouds. So if you see a black cloud, you should run into your shelter or your house or go camping. Yeah. Yeah. Three more questions, Thomas Trader. Thomas Trader. There are hundred. Oh, sorry, yes, a hundred more questions. What do you think about global warming? What? Global. Have you ever heard of global warming? You're the Shadow Environment Minister's advisor. You've never heard of global warming. Do you think humans are responsible for climate change? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. And what, how should they stop climate change? What do you think? What do I think? Well, I think they should uh, cut down on CO2 emissions to start off with. Yeah, I think so. You think so? Okay. Do you recycle? Yeah. Yeah? How do you recycle? Uh, stamp on things and throw things. Stamp on things and throw things. Well, thank you, Thomas or Trader. Put things. Oops, or put things. Put things in, in, in my face. Well, thank you, Thomas Trader, the Shadow Environment Minister's advisor. Has it been a good interview? No. Can you just tell the listeners who can't see you, which way up are you? Are you the right way up or are you upside down? Upside down. You've done the entire interview upside down. <coughs> hmm. What noise was that? A cow. You did the noise of a cow. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Why did Gary Lineker get in trouble? Because of oh, the storm. He fingered someone. <laughs> During the storm? Yeah. Just mm. getting warm. <laughs> and the opportunity. He tweeted something. He made a joke about the storm. Oh. He said, part of a tree has hit the car roof. Not too much damage, I think. And then he tweeted a picture of a leaf on his car roof. And the Daily Mail were very upset. My barbecue got blown away. True sorry, story. Sorry to hear. Well, it's not really a story. Well, I just woke up in the morning and the barbecue was down the end of the yard. I had some damage to a chair. James? Nothing. Nothing. No, all my possessions are indoors. <laughs> got no, i got nothing that I keep outside. You have no possessions so out- outdoors. I've got no garden. Right. No nothing. Window box? Pardon me? Window box? No way. So your house, you're literally everything you own is inside your everything flat. Everything is inside, always. That's why they call him James Stormproof, a castle. Yeah, I always thought it was for a different reason. That's why, is it? That is why. People think there's a load of different reasons. Yeah. But it's because of that. People think it's because I can't storm a gig. It's not true. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Every, any of my possessions that are outside are usually on me. I my possessions are outside. I mean, in terms, of, well, in terms of size of like things like the car. Have you got a car? No way. I've started storing beer outside. Yeah, I store beer outside. My bicycle is Hang a fold-up bike, so that's indoors as well. Everything's go. inside. Dustbins? Uh, it's you do the, own them. Belong to the whole flat. I think what we need to figure out Belong to the whole block of flats, so I have to take it out and put it in a big skip. He's in flats, mate. <laughs> well, this is If it's out the house, it's usually on me. Do you have a sofa bed at all, James? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Got a sofa bed um, for guests. Is it just a traditional sofa bed? Yeah, you just pull it out. Yeah, you refer to Graham it. sleeps on it most of the time, once you, a week. You say to Graham, you on the sofa bed again. Yeah, do you, do you, don't, you don't mind being on the sofa bed again, do you, Always mate? sofa bed, you always call it a sofa bed. Yeah, uh, futon. Today's magic word was futon, and... Um, you really... Well, you're nailing You really backed me into a corner on that one. Yeah, no, I was quite keen at some it wasn't, point. It wasn't Last like week, no, you didn't say the magic word, but you get the first prize of the podcast... Oh, well done for saying futon. You get a um, 
Have you got a video player, a VHS player? Uh, no. Have you, Jared? Yes. Well, Jared, I mean, you, it's yours to own, but I'll lend um, it to Jared. But yours to watch, Jared. Then Michael Ball live at the Royal Albert Hall, VHS. I've kind of always wanted that. Well, there we go. There we go. Who likes music? I yes. know I do. Musicians is the answer. And every year, these musicians are judged mercilessly by the Mercury Music Awards panel. And the winner was announced yesterday. Who won the Mercury Music Award? James Blake. Yes. Who? James Blunt. James Blake. James Blake. What are the scores? Not James Blake. Blunt. No, James Blake. Uh, James Blunt should have won it. Well, this is the thing. He was announced as James Blunt really? in the Get ceremony. Out of town. What do you mean? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. And I wrote a song before it about it, and in it I said that they're quite similar, so so that's good. And here's my song. <coughs> I don't think that I could name a lot of song. I've never heard of John, John Hopkins. Hopkins. I got that wrong. And I haven't really heard of anyone called Foles, but I bet they sound like things like Keen or Snow Patrol. The villagers. There's also on the short list, I think they mean the village people. There's also another one called Laura, Laura. Ruler. The odds of that are unbelievable. Oh, I've not heard of savages, savages but I do know Savage Garden. Rudimental and disclosure. disclosure. I beg your pardon. No, I don't know the difference between James, James Blake, Clunt or Morrison. And frankly, this young bloke, Jake, Jake Bug, is just another one of them. One, I don't think the Northern Arctic, Arctic Monkey Band will win. Because they are so serious and smart and dry and thin. So I think that the pensioner called Mr. David, David Bowie, Bowie will win the 2013 Mercury, Mercury Music Prizey Showy. Quite right! Now it's time for a new feature, which, well, second edition of this feature, which we did it for the first time last feature, last week, that's my point, and it was a good bit. Just have to press this button 44 times. Because it's the 44 second explanation section. And there we go. So, James, you've got 44 seconds to explain to me badger culling. Why are they culling all the badgers? Um, at the minute, there's uh, too many badgers in a lot of the areas of the UK. So they're too trying many to get rid of them. They've got to keep it down because uh, the badgers are uh, having a bad effect on, on a lot of the other wildlife. Like, uh, in the, in like foxes, that which people don't like as well. Right. And, you know, so a lot of midges. Um, midges? Yeah. And um, mm. also uh, so they wait, dig so up allotments. A lot of the time, so you're saying they're killing and kill, culling through badges. They're culling, so they're getting, they're, they're defending them on Facebook. Ten more seconds is uh, mainly what's happening. There's a massive cull. Okay, and uh, badges. Are you're going to use the word or letters TB uh, futon TB. Uh, they, they, they give people TB. TB. There we go. Okay, very good, very good. So we've all got a better grasp of that story now. Well, you know, this is what happens when you take wolves out of the food chain. Mm. I think we're all thinking that. Yeah. It's the slogan for Did New we? Zealand, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jared, you've got 44 seconds to explain to me the NSA spying story, especially Spain. Why okay. are they spying on Spain? Uh, well, what's been happening is uh, the good NSA start, has the been gathering sorry, Jared, a lot. Saying good start. We're saying what's been happening? What's been happening? Mm. They've been gathering a lot of information of people's text messages and cell phones, just collating loads and loads of data that they why? don't actually need. Data, why? Because they're addicted to it. Uh, oh, is that the problem? Yeah, knowledge is power. And, uh, and you're addicted to everyday power. conversations, they think they can weed out the terrorists. Mm. Um, why their, Spain? Spain's got loads of them. They're dodgy over there. That's okay. what they think, not me. I love paella. Paella. What, um, are you, should we be angry about this spying? Uh, yeah, it's an invasion of privacy. And once, privacy. You, once you give up, uh, privacy for a little bit of security, privacy. you'll get neither. Neither. Okay, there we go. Very good. 
So let's step outside of the quiz for two minutes because it's now time to find out which of our guests is the best guest. Who's the best guest? Who's the best guest? Yes, which guest is the best? So I'm going to ask you some questions and uh, our expert, James, will determine who is the best person. So not the winner, just who out of you is best. Mm. Okay, so Jared, you're first. Quick fire. Okay. Jared, how long have you been a comedian for? 15 years. And how's it all going? Okay. Have you ever been on, have I got news for you? New. No. Have you ever been on Michael McIntyre's Comedy Roadshow? New. No. Have you ever been in any sitcoms like Peep Show or the IT Crowd? I have been in a sitcom, yes. No, but like, have you been in Peep Show or the IT Crowd? New. No. Do you ever get really angry? Yes. And what, who don't you like? Um, whom, whom don't you like? Horrible people, negative people, people who drag you down, man. Specifically? Specifically um, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. What one what one thing about your appearance would you change? Uh, my nose. It's too porous. Yep. And have you ever considered seeing like a therapist or just, you know, just getting some help? That's why I'm doing comedy, mate. Is it? Okay. James now. You ready? Yep. Do you sleep in a single or a double bed? Double bed. Lovely. Do you always sit down when you go to the loo? No. Sometimes standing up? Sometimes stand up and have a wee. Okay. Do you always use a spoon for everything you eat? No. <laughs> How are you with riding a bike? You do that? Yeah, good. Yeah. Competent. Do you clap at the end of the news? No. No. Do you prefer speaking very quietly or very loudly? Quietly. Quietly. What? What would you do if I came over to you right now and just sort of kicked you really hard? I'd be shocked. I'd say, why did you do that, Alex? Okay. Why? What would you do if I came over to you and just kissed you really hard? Be taken aback. I probably wouldn't question it, though. <laughs> okay. So there we go, two uh, very different men. Mm. <laughs> but quite similar. Yeah, very different, but in the same way as very different things often are, very similar as well. But which one is the best? Well, I found it very difficult to pick between them. Is there a sort of tiebreaker sort of question we could bring it down to? No. No? Okay. Jared. Jared's the best. That one is the best guest. That one is the best guest. That one is the best guest. That one is the worst it's nice I'm to so know, though, isn't it? I can't believe it's this. It's nice to finally pin down which of the answers were all negative. He said no to everything. Well, maybe you said that's... no to everything. You don't clap at the end of the news. Wow. And you don't need everything with a spoon. Yeah, and you don't always sit down when you go <laughs> to the you loo. You need to get more adventurous. <laughs> that's true. I did, didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't think about that. <laughs> we're on to the, the final news story. What were the scores? Uh, the scores are currently 22 all. Ooh, is that real? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is this is quite exciting. Let's let's see who there is another prize to be won, and it's not VHS. I really so. want to win it. Okay, this this story is fittingly about a man who died this week, a hero of mine, who so I the kebab shop guy who invented the kebab. That is correct. So who's the winner of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. What was his name? The kebab shop guy who invented, uh, he's invented the kebab. He's German. He's it genuinely quite, is him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not German. He's Turkish, but he lived in Germany. This is and remarkable. He came up with the idea of uh, putting kebab meat into the pita bread yeah. so that people could take it away with them, as opposed to sitting down on the plate with in, it. In Berlin, this is right. This yeah, is yeah. And I mean, actually, you're well out of this competition now, James. Well, I'm upset. I didn't even know he was dead. I didn't know that you could <laughs> have gone. kebab meat in a pita. So bread. you're having to both take in the news. Not a single kebab shop celebrated him either. Yeah, no. This is rude. So James so, having to cope with losing this could have got some competition dancers, and losing this man. Oh, pole dancers is good. Well, there is. What what joke are most people making about this guy dying? Um, he's dead. No, t- turning <laughs> in his grave. Turning in his grave. Because oh, like a kebab. Like, yeah. a kebab. Yeah. like a kebab. Yeah. Quite a nice joke. But that's the thing. He didn't invent that. Did they ask if he was thing. an organ donor? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It was yeah. too little, too late. But um, uh, uh, have you ever invented a food 
related item? Because I have. Yeah. What mm. have you invented? Um, so in New Zealand, there's a, a, a angel delight in New Zealand is called instant pudding. Um, so what we used to do was, <laughs> <laughs> mate, we say what it is. We say what it is. Yeah, instant pudding. Instant pudding. Right. Angel delight. No angel is going to delight in that stuff. But instant pudding says what it is. Hmm. Um, so I need some pudding. I need it really, really now. What what, I, well, yeah, what I enough, did was it because is. I wanted instant pudding to be more filling. Mm, fillinger. Uh, fillinger. So I uh, overcooked some pasta. Pasta. Um, and I put that... <laughs> I, drained that. I drained that and put that in the instant pudding before it set, chucked it in the fridge. I'd lost that. all track of it. What's happening with the pudding? The so pasta the pr- is in the pasta. instant pudding. So That's disgusting, Joe. It's horrible. actually delicious. It's really um, but what it gives you is it gives you the carbs so you get energy. It keeps you going all day. That's that awful. What flavour of instant pudding was it? Um, I was a fan of butterscotch or vanilla. I've invented food gloves. So they're gloves you put on, they're reusable. So oven and gloves? No, no, you actually eat the food. So like they're latex, but one of them is slightly serrated and one has little spikes on like a knife and fork. But you can just pick up and grab the food. I thought you made the food. gloves out of food, like sausages. No, I just think cutlery and... isn't finished yet in terms of the evolution of cutlery. And I think I should... Mm. I, would, you, would you use them if you like just put on... At the start of the movie, you put on these gloves... Mm, I would yeah, never use them. Why not? That's, that's a ridiculous idea. But Why? Well, it, it, it would be, you'd be very clumsy with it. No, it's very not as clumsy easy. as, what as if I, cutlery. While I'm eating it, right, I'm there eating it with my food gloves and someone rings me on the phone. That's a big if. <laughs> Why would they <laughs> call you during the meal? And what if yeah, you're having that, a three-course meal? They don't know There's a spoon I mean. function. There's a spoon. One of them's got a spoon. Like Can your, the spoon be your pinky? Yes. Yeah, awesome. but, but, then, but then it's going to get... If you're eating spaghetti spag bowl... Mm-hmm. And then you've got to then oh, have. Yeah, how do you twist it around to get it on the fork? You've got spag bowl all over your dessert yeah, spoon now. You can wash them. You're onto something here. How can you use the fork to twist the, the spaghetti around the fork? Is it going all the way around? No, you're right. So you can't. You wouldn't have spaghetti. You, you'd often. have to actually turn with the plate. You'd have to stand up and walk round. Well, there we go. That's what, what, you've yeah, got yeah, a that's what you do. That's what you do. That's what you do. piece Just of meat. You've really got to poke the shit out of it. You. I'm going to yeah. eat you. Well, I didn't say that. Having a wash. Wash all the stuff between meals. And what material? what material? You always have to wash things between But you don't meals. use the same thing for that. I don't use the same... I don't use the same finger spoon. for my main as I do for my dessert, all right? I have to wash between courses. What do you think about it, James? And also, I think these guys have been very negative to what is effectively a really Mate, good core concept. Mm, I think the, the door house, might win this. Yes. When you invite me around to your house good. for Big dinner, um, yeah. I will, you know, if you provide that for me, I'll... I'll do my best with it. Thank you. you. Look forward to operating a tap with a fork for a finger. <laughs> well, you can. You'll still you can be able to that. turn. It. And also, we've got, we've got the taps that you just. He's sort of earning. He's just got oh, what have you, that you what pull kind out taps and push you got? in. Yeah, just you just push round a bit. Taps. Push round and then mm, wash your hands. Mm. Have you got so a what, round what, dining what, table what about when soap? you were walking round with the pasta? Yes, we do. Good. Thank you. What about your soap dispenser, mate. And then you got to dry them. You can take the gloves off. I don't know why you're. I just think it's it's a lot of faff. No, I think it's it's no more faff than a cutlery drawer. A cutlery shelf in your washing it's more machine. Fun. Is it dishwasher proof? Of are they it dishwasher is. proof? Yes, yes, they are. Boom, that's the perfect invention, you mate. You said they were latex. Trademark yes. that. You can't put latex in the dishwasher. Have you tried? Have you put a condom in the dishwasher? <laughs> yes. It comes out really good. Gets rid of all the venereal diseases and everything. Mm. For Reuse life. Reuse it. Mm. For life. Keep that in. So that was that. I'm glad that happened. So the winner, I'm guessing, was Jared. Is that right? Because of the comprehensive knowledge of Kadir Nerman's uh, sad passing. He, he didn't invent the actual turning, rotating thing. That was Turkish soldiers back in, like, 
I don't know, 608 or something. 680. So he came up with the idea... 618. Yeah. He said, let's put it in a pit of bricks. Well, the Association of Turkish Donner Manufacturers recognised him as the inventor of the Donner Kebab in 2011. Mm. If that's what you're asking. Yeah. 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 Mm. So (laughs) you get the prize, Jared, and I can't remember... He made Oh, okay. I can't remember what it is. They they wrapped it up for me in the charity shop. So this is a big moment for all of us. So well done, Jared. Pass it over. I've never won anything in my and also, life. No one's so ever applauded in this podcast before, so that I'm was so a nice moment. Can I just try and guess? I'm feeling it. Yeah. Or it, you could open it and it then it feels have, like some sort of vis, vis. Oh, it's a tiny teacup or a milk jug. Some, Initially, I was thinking egg cup, there. but it's got a handle. Yes. And you gift aided it as well, like you legend. Espresso. Mm, it's all right, isn't it? That's cool. It's very Turkish. Can I just describe it to the. Um, Listeners, listen, well, sorry, 50p, listener. 50p well spent. Yes, uh, and then gift dating that—that's another, another five p or something. Should to do the, the trick, should charity. It? Mm. It, it it's uh, got a gold relief. Very um, good, and it's uh, blue, made out of blue glass. Very, mm. very popular shade. Mm. What do you think you'll do with it? Uh, probably leave it somewhere. Forget about it. Not forget about it. Oh, I'll right. always remember this, <laughs> but I will leave it somewhere before you get home. Yeah, what? I'll leave it on the tube or something, and then it'll be like someone will be like, "Oh my god, who would leave a blue glass with a gold?" And what do you think it? will happen to it next? Do you think it will just get chucked away? No, I think it will just keep passing from person to person. Maybe end up with you again. Well, that would be very serendipitous. Oof. It's like all those other words. This you is you really patronising. Yeah. You, I had a five-syllable word and you went... But you got all the syllables right. That was the... <laughs> lovely. Serendipitous. Serendipitous. Don't ruin it. No. Uh, my fair lady. Serendipitous. So thanks to everyone who took part. Do you want to plug anything? I mean... Next week I'm at the Soho Theatre. Lovely. From yeah. Monday we're, we're doing a live podcast to yeah. Saturday. And I'm there actually two weeks after Every that. Night. So, yeah, two weeks after that. What room are you in the show? There? What room? Main house. Ooh. Main house. Well done, man. That's you, awesome mate. foreskin. It's good, yeah. It's great. You. Did you say that's awesome foreskin? No, I said it's just awesome. I don't know what you heard. Well, and when are you, when are you <laughs> next on, Jared? <laughs> um, I'm on tour as well. I mean, it doesn't even rhyme with awesome. Do you say that as a, as a, as a thing? I say it to dudes in the toilet. Mm. <laughs> you ever been to the toilet with Jared? <laughs> I have been to the toilet with Jared. Yeah. He's never said that to me. Well, yeah. Um... <laughs> a bit where are you next on uh, god I don't know um, just wrap, make something up jaredchristmas.com my tour's there uh, next so, week yeah. I, I'm definitely somewhere next week okay thanks to everyone who took part and thanks to everyone particularly <laughs> in North America who listened to this and thank you for being just such guy, good guys you're going to have to redo all of that Jared was really naughty then goodbye I have broken news And I have broken news. We have broken news. Thank you for listening. This is the end. Just a glissando left now Now 
That was the Glissando Pick Goodbye. Alex Horn Breaks the News is a Pixie U production for Dave, and it was produced by Joel Porter. Wow, wasn't the news interesting? Something else that's interesting is Squarespace, the fast and easy way to create your own professional website or online portfolio. With an amazing 24 hours a day, seven days a week support team and numerous prestigious design awards under their belt, they certainly know their stuff. Starting at £5 a month, every design automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website, so your content will look great on every device, every time. And don't forget, you can get a free trial and 10% off by going to squarespace.com and using the offer code BREAKSTHENEWS. Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum, Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell, and dad, Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.